0: and good morning to all of you this is father stosh daily joining you from saint gabriel catholic radio studios i'm privileged to welcome you to this first friday month of july and we enter into this hour dedicated to the sacred heart of our lord jesus christ To begin this hour dedicated to our Lord's Sacred Heart, I invite you to please join me in prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our daily offering. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world. I offer them for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart the salvation of souls, reparation of sin, and the reunion of all Christians. I offer them for the intentions of our bishops and of all apostles of prayer, and in particular for those recommended by our Holy Father this month. Amen. In the Amen. name of the Father, Amen. the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. As we enter into this first Friday, this hour dedicated to the Sacred Heart here at St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, of course, once again, I'm joined by Chuck and Joanne here in their studio. And we're bringing to you this uh, special hour dedicated to the Sacred Heart in this month. And we're kicking off this hour by highlighting the intention given to us by our Holy Father, Pope Francis, for this month of July. And the Holy Father's intention, uh, commended to our prayers, is that our brothers and sisters who have strayed from the faith through our prayer and witness to the gospel may rediscover the merciful closeness of the Lord and the beauty of the Christian life. Knowing this intention, Chuck and Joanne, we have some exciting things waiting for us in this hour to discuss not only the Holy Father's request for our prayers, but also the gospel of the day. And Joanne, why don't you give us an insight oh, of what we have to look Father. forward to? Father,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is such a joy and privilege for Chuck and I and to be here with you and to be here on the radio. And what we want to share today is something that I think will be so relevant to Probably everyone out there, you want to stay tuned. We are going to be talking in a special way, giving hope and help to those who have left the faith and family members, friends, neighbors, anyone who is really not connecting themselves anymore. There is hope. There is help. And of course, it is going to be through the Sacred Heart of Jesus. We also are going to be talking about the gospel of Matthew and what that has to share with us in a special way, you know, looking a little deeper into God's word. And then father's going to help us with, you know, how do we really put this into practice? What's the difference between a plan and a proposal? So we are going to offer something new for you, so please stay tuned.
2: Well, first of all, our number is 614-459-4820. And um, we're fortunate again to have Scott Williamson on Yay, the phones. Scott. And uh, so call in with your questions, call in with any insights. If you've had your house Throne, you have a story to share, or if you haven't, and you've been thinking about it, now is the personal invitation. That's what this hour is about, is to invite you to come closer to Jesus through his wonderful mercy and love of his heart. And that's what this is about. So, Father, maybe help us and lead us into... The beginning about this month, and it's all about liberty, freedom, and independence. You know,
0: I think one of these oh, days yeah. we're going to have to get Scott and Mary actually on air, so they're oh, not these random yes. names. You know, people hear us talking about them, they're like, well, do they actually exist? Yes, <laughs> so, and they're waiting well, they're for your call. The
1: and they're <laughs> so waiting for your call. They
0: do exist. They're here. Um, you know, As we enter into this month, uh, and on this first Friday, we obviously come close to the Sacred Heart, but as Americans, we have this awesome privilege of celebrating in the month of July our uh, nation's independence and of course that permeates the whole mm. month and we're talking about freedom and we're talking about liberty and we're talking about independence and of course so many of those of us who have extreme patriotism in our country are very proud to be Americans and are very grateful to be Americans the freedom that has been uh, extended I to us. my
1: decorations up all month.
0: Do you make a meatloaf <laughs> in the shape of the flag? <laughs>
1: I never thought about
0: that. Here we go again. Oh. That famous meatloaf comes possibilities. up every. <laughs> There's always a reason to celebrate. Always a reason. The, uh, so we have this opportunity to just draw close to the truth of liberty and freedom and mm-hmm. independence. But, you know, I think one of the things we have to uh, just call our attention to is just how easy it is for those words to be abused mm-hmm. and uh, misused. I mean, today everyone is, you know, really relishing The reality of being free and, you know, we're liberated uh, and I'm independent of everybody and anybody. Uh, But unfortunately, a lot of the times we're also using that in reference to God. You know, I'm free from God or I'm independent of God. And we find that those who take that kind of stance oftentimes uh, become terribly enslaved to the opposite movements. of freedom. Oh absolutely, yeah. The very, you know, the very words that are supposed to help us draw closer to the Lord, oddly enough, sometimes indicate those moments where we're most enslaved to our own passions, to agendas, to movements. And uh you know it really the Lord Jesus Christ speaks to that uh that difficulty in our lives. And a lot of times in families, going back to the Holy Father's intention, families carry the extreme burden or individuals carry the burden of seeing loved ones or Dear friends uh, who share the holy faith fall away, and they fall into this, uh, you know, the darkness of the world. And here, you know, in this month, we as Americans and Americans who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, as Catholics, we're drawn close to the Lord and his sacred heart on this day and throughout the month. We have an opportunity to see that Jesus Christ is the true source, the everlasting source of real freedom you know freedom is not the ability to do whatever you want to do which is how most people use it you but know, it's the ability to John do what you God ought to too do
1: kind of really expanded on that that Absolutely. was kind of the first yep. time i really heard yeah. him talk about true freedom and i really at first didn't quite understand right. it i had to really kind of say oh what is he trying to tell me how right. does this really operate Yeah, being an american being a you know that rugged individualism and and having sometimes a very twisted right. concept of what freedom is.
0: Yeah, and I think I mean I think in all honesty, if you if you were to ask the average person walking down High Street, what is the definition of freedom? Yeah, people would say, "Well, I can do whatever I want License. to do." And it's not that's not freedom. Freedom <laughs> is the ability to do the good, to choose what you ought to do, to be free, to be able to do what you're supposed to do. And if you're not able to do what you ought to do, then you're actually not free. And the ability to do whatever you want to do, that's not freedom. That's you know not being formed. That's just following your passions. That's being completely out which, of control. N-
1: which puts you into a slavery.
2: Yeah,
1: oddly know? enough,
0: slavery to yourself. You're yeah. slavery to your own ignorance. Your yeah, own you're gonna be
2: slave to some, someone or something. Right. Uh, and I know for myself, it was that time. And again, for all of us, we're all on a journey. Um, We heard this morning there's a starting point. It starts with our baptism. Right. And then we come and go uh, into the church, out of the church for some people. But when that veil is lifted, you truly see the beauty of our Lord, that he wants to give us what we need to have true freedom. Absolutely. And I think that's why we're here for the Sacred Heart, because the Sacred Heart brings the families that opportunity to pray for those members that maybe are lapsed in their faith or lapsed going to church, to bringing them back to to what they really need to find true happiness. So if you're interested in an enthronement, call in today at 614-459-4820. St. Gabriel Radio, we're coming to you live. And um, we're really interested during this month, and giving that personal invite because it is summer, Father, and a lot of families are taking vacations yes, they today. Are. Very, true.
0: Very true. And
2: the question is, what is our vacation going to look like? Maybe right. help people understand how do you prepare for a vacation, and and how do you look at a vacation and a pilgrimage?
0: Sure. Well, you know, I think it's always important to uh, highlight that a vacation is something that should be uh, an opportunity, a time where people are able to draw closer to one another. Oftentimes, though, Renewed. the family vacation becomes a time where everyone, like, goes oh. at each other's necks. You know? <laughs> yeah. And a vacation is not supposed to be time away mm. from the Lord. Mm. It's supposed to be, you know, a time where you enter into truly a period of enjoyment and the opportunity to enjoy the presence of your loved ones, your friends. And to make sure that the Lord permeates that time, uh, you know, and not all people today will take a vacation that uh, has them leaving their home. You know, a lot of them are now staycations. Yeah, people are staying at home that. but taking a break from work. And, and they're doing that. And it's a, it's an opportunity to just make sure, where are the priorities in your life? Not just for a vacation, but in general. Where are the priorities? Where does the Lord fall in your overall life? And he needs to be at the center. And if he's not at the center, that's an opportunity with the devotion to the Sacred Heart, with the opportunity to just spend time, some time in adoration to make sure he is at the center. And if you do have the privilege of taking a road trip or heading yeah. out, it's so easy to make sure the Lord is at the center of that time by, okay, you're hitting the road going out west, you're going east coast, or you're going to the Great Lakes, you're going to the Deep South. Well, plot out your roadmap so that you can make sure that Sunday Mass is included.
1: And it's getting a lot easier with sure. the technology Oh, absolutely.
0: Today. It is so easy. And, you know, one of the opportunities... If you find yourself uh, feeling awkward in proposing to your family, well, let's make sure Sunday Mass is included, that's a sure sign that you're not free. Yeah. That's a sure sign that you're enslaved to fear of making sure that your family keeps the faith at their center. You know, I hear from priests all the time. It's like, well, our attendance goes down in the summer months Mm -hmm. because people are on vacation. It's like, I have yet to meet the priest who has all the people going to his church because they're on vacation.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Like, where, where does yeah. that parish
0: exist that, you're like, standing only because <laughs> everyone has left their home parishes and come yeah. to my church? You know, it's like, it doesn't exist. And we have to kind of call ourselves to the table on that and just say, if the Lord is at the center of my life, he's going to be at the center of my time as well. And he's going to be at the center of vacation. And, and if my family can't enjoy a vacation without foregoing the faith, it's like, then we're slaves to something in this world. And, and we see the faith as a burden or as this heavy cross that you're carrying, it's actually the exact opposite, making sure that we visit the shrines along the way. You know, we say Father, the angels in the corner. Father, you were pointing
1: out, as we were talking in preparation, some of the points along the way that I never knew existed, and just a place to stop, take even take a stretch. Oh, and, sure, yeah. you know, if we always packed some food and just, you know, Help your children and your family see that our church is um global, you know, and just to even see other churches and it's not just our parish. It's not just our parish and then even pointing out the unity, you know, they're Mm -hmm. praying the same prayers here and they're and you know, we are united. There's Jesus, the tabernacle. And it's a beautiful opportunity. Not to mention the graces and the healing, uh, because traveling is stressful. (laughs) And when you come
2: (laughs) out, you're a little
3: better, hopefully, (laughs) than when
1: you went in.
2: And I think... It just—it's very difficult to say we're going on vacation and this is what we're going to do if you haven't prepared. Oh Sorry. yeah. And part of the preparation is the enthronement of the Sacred Heart.
1: Yeah. Oh, Chuck, thank you.
2: Yeah, because it's—it's <laughs> it's really bringing you back to having a family pray together.
0: It's so true. Yeah. The
2: Rosary, prayers, praying for members between decades, and so when you go on vacation. Therefore, it's not new to the family.
0: Well, and also praying for safe travels. Mm. You know, asking Absolutely. the Lord, when you get in that car, Lord, send forth your holy angels to keep us safe.
2: And bring, your, bring the um, uh, holy water. Yeah. With Which
1: we do now. Which we, we do. Sure. Just
2: spray it on yep. the car. Bless, and, the vehicle. Uh, you know, bless the vehicle. because the
1: vehicle. And a I, hotel room. Sprinkle I, I around. know
2: for Joanne and I, we've been mm-hmm. fortunate to live long enough where vacations used to be so stressful. I yeah. mean, we. I kids think kids are
1: still telling stories. Yeah, they, they, they used to
2: hate court. and and we would come back, and it would take us two weeks to work on our relationship recover. to recover.
0: Ah, oh, the memories.
2: Yeah, the memories. But I think it's so true for a lot yeah. of people. They go, they spend all this money, they go on vacation, and they come back, and really they're struggling in relationships yeah, with their family members, and. I think the big issue today, Father, maybe you can talk about this. I know we, when you go on, how do you unplug today? One thing is technology. Well, you know,
1: we need to talk about technology. But also, first of all, if you're not unplugged, you're not going to be able to say the rosary. But um, I just remember the first time, Chuck, we said probably a family rosary was in the car. And, you know, the nice thing is you're... You know, you're there and you can Nowhere turn off the radio. Here we are. <laughs> and um, so I, I just want to say these things that are worth it are not always easy. And for hopefully the head of the household to say, this is what we're going to do right. and do it. And even though if there's, you pass know, pass up the
0: cell phone so uh, that everyone's not, you know, listening yeah. to their own music. Uh, yeah. And-
1: But uh, it is so worth it. It is so worth it. But that first time might be difficult, but it might be the the best thing that ever happened on the vacation. Well,
0: and what's the beautiful thing about a family is the reality of community that God plants in the hearts of those who are related to one another. Mm. And you have a family traveling, whether it's on a vacation or just to visit family relatives somewhere else, and you look at the family traveling, and not one single person is talking to another. Everybody has zoned out into their own little technological bubble, and it's like, okay, if we can't have uh, intimacy and fraternity and communication within the family, is it any wonder that there are so many issues in the broader society? And the Lord wants to restore that openness. He wants to restore that, that sense of love. But also that awareness to the presence of others around you. The Lord wants to restore that, and and if you find yourself listening to these words and you think, gosh, that's kind of my family or that's how we function, you know, well, how do you restart? How do you get back on track? Yeah, you invite the Lord into your life and you ask the um. Lord Jesus Christ exactly what the Catholic Church has been teaching for two thousand years. Lord, reveal us in the way that you see us. Help us to know who we are supposed to be. You know, enter into our homes, enter into our hearts, reveal and he's us to ourselves. He is. He's thorough and cleaning, (laughs) but he's very gentle. (laughs) And I think it's very important, Uh, and and it's nothing to be afraid of. It's necessary. Mm -hmm. The Lord Jesus Christ reveals man to himself, and he restores our freedom. He gives us that ability to be fully alive, and uh, that's exactly what we need, especially as— Americans in this month of celebrating independence we shouldn 't be celebrating independence from God because that 's our condemnation
2: absolutely we should be
0: celebrating our dependence upon the Lord and how He liberates us.
2: you know when we enthrone our homes the the promises there are twelve promises I know over the first number of first fridays we 've been on the air we've we 've shared most of the twelve, but I go back to number two: I will give peace to their families for those that honor. Mm. And expose my sacred heart in their homes. Absolutely. And I think, Father, you've said number one. You know, right now, if you're being nudged, go ahead and sign up. We have forty missionary teams ready to come out. And Joanne, they really don't have to prepare, right? They don't have to. They
1: don't have to do anything but open the door yeah. and just, you know, come up with a time. And the missionaries are not there for. Uh, you know, any kind of beverages or hospitality in any way, a hard chair. I like the kitchen chair for my back support. We're not there to go through the home. We're there for one reason, to bring Jesus into your home and his mother in a new way and bring graces and bring that help. And especially if you have family members who are not connected not practicing their faith, you put them in the heart of Jesus and you pray for them in a new way and you can be assured that our Lord, that is, new graces are coming in in a way that maybe is even unexpected. We're hearing tremendous stories of uh, transformation in families in God's time.
2: You know, exactly. Father, maybe yeah. share a little bit how you got involved. You were a young priest, St. Michael's, yeah, and you saw families maybe struggling, absolutely,
0: yeah. and
2: all of a sudden, what was it that said, "I, I need to help them out"?
0: Um, well, nine years ago, I was ordained a priest. Uh, uh, the bishop assigned me to St. Michael's Church in Worthington, an awesome parish. And uh, Father Pendolf, he was the pastor there at the time. May he rest in peace now. And he welcomed me and said, "You know, we're so privileged to have you, a newly ordained priest." And I'm leaving. <laughs> i'm leaving for my two weeks of vacation it's like what right away (laughs) i said the oil is still wet on my hands you can't leave it he's like don't worry the staff will take care of you um yeah and so and he went on a much deserved and uh much needed time away with his uh family so i was there and uh as the summer you know passed and then we went into the school year it started with uh i was teaching in the school you know visiting the classrooms and whatnot and and, of course, the kids were going home and talking to their parents about this young priest, you know, who's in the classroom and teaching mysteries of the rosary, the Ten Commandments, details of the faith, so on and so forth. And uh, it started coming in that the parents were having questions about what was being taught because they themselves had never heard it before. Mm. So I, some of the families were inviting me over to just explain uh, the lessons to the, the parents. And it was a genuine curiosity to learn more themselves and, of course, that grew. And I said, well, you know, I, I will gladly come over. But I said, it's important to realize the priest is not a bachelor. You know, he's not a bachelor mm-hmm. who's teaching your kids. I said, the priest is a priest of Jesus Christ. So I said, and, and I'm still very new at this. So if I come over, let me do something at least sacramental. You know, I'll bless your home for you or something like that. And I want to make sure that this isn't just having, you know, one of a school teachers over for dinner. And, uh, well, you can only— you know, bless the home so many times within a couple of months. You yeah. know? So I eventually started inviting the families to pray the Rosary as a family. I'll pray the Rosary with you, and and then uh, that grew into uh, depend, turning to this information I had found earlier in my seminary days at Mount Saint Mary's on uh, the enthronement of the Sacred Heart. Had a couple of families do the enthronement, and it just really brought about this incredible renewal of prayer you within saw these it. families. You Absolutely, saw it actually, oh, firsthand. And then word started to spread, and then I started having uh, young married couples who were really struggling with communication. Mm. They were struggling with distance in their uh, relationships with one another, and they were coming. And I remember the first two couples that came to me at St. Michael's, they were um, really on they were on the verge of uh, separating. And they just said, you know, Father, we don't know what we're supposed to do. And I, I just remember the one couple sitting across from me at my desk, and I looked down and I saw the booklet for the novena for the enthronement. I said, tell you what, can you give me nine days? Just give me nine solid days, and we'll meet again. And uh, they said, well, yeah, we can wait nine days. And I said, okay, but in these nine days, I want you to say these prayers with each other in the home at the same time in the same room. To the sacred heart. To the sacred heart. And they like, oh, well, we've never done this before. I said, I know. That's why you're in trouble. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) so do these prayers. Give me nine days. That's it. And, you know, inevitably, it was the first couple had the same experience. The second couple Mm. had the next. The third couple. And it was as you make your way through the novena, as you make your way through the preparation phase for that enthronement, the Lord starts to stir within your hearts. Mm. And I told him, I said, don't be surprised if there's a desire to go to confession. Hmm. Don't be surprised if you start to realize, I don't know the basic prayers of the church. Hmm. I go to Mass every Sunday, but I don't know how to say the Our Father on my own. Hmm. I don't know how to say the Hail Mary. All of these prayers are included in the booklet. And then what happens? By the middle of the process, uh, you start to realize that Jesus is Lord. Your spouse is not. Hmm. Hmm. So why are you expecting something of your spouse that only God can provide? So have some patience with your spouse. The other thing is have some patience with yourself. Um, and after the nine days, you know, I went to the home, we enthroned the sacred heart and I said, okay, Jesus is Lord here. Your home is now Bethany. The Lord is reigning. Are you guys ready to break up? Uh, Uh, Well, you know, we don't know. We want to see if we can make this go. And, you know, I'm not trying to make light of it because every couple has its difficulties. But if Jesus Christ is not at the center of the home, there's no way peace is going to be there. No way. And if Jesus Christ is not Lord. The weakness of our human nature is we mm-hmm. make the person closest to us Lord. Mm-hmm. And they can't be. They can't provide mm-hmm. for us what only Jesus can. So just the reality of the enthronement of the sacred heart makes Jesus the center of our homes and of our lives. And he restores that freedom to
1: so us. That is so well said, Father. And maybe, you know, Chuck, we should go through the sort of the nuts and bolts of exactly what happens in an enthronement. Right. It,
2: it, what will happen is mm-hmm. you'll call in and then you'll be assigned to a missionary couple Uh, or a missionary team. And then they will set up a time to come out. It's one hour for the preparation phase. And then as father said, it was nine days. We sort of go seven days that we want the family to be praying every night in preparation for their enthronement. So we have the preparation phase. We leave you takes about an hour. Then we come back um, seven days later and we have the enthronement phase. As Father said, we bring all the manuals. So if you don't know how to pray a rosary, and we've been in a number of homes where they, they might have prayed a rosary, but they are, they're not used to praying a exactly, rosary. Yeah. And we all go by the manual, yep. so everybody's and on, the
1: statue
2: and the statue we bring Lady and, of and the two images. Yeah. Yep. And um,
1: and we leave those
2: right. We leave those. So we're just coming with everything that you need for the enthronement. And I think again. And
1: and don't forget, Father, the DVD. It's It's like Father
2: is there, whether (laughs) you want me to be or not. Through the miracle of technology. (laughs) What what Father does is he's been. Is we have a DVD. (laughs) We have a DVD. And it's about 10 minutes every night. Father does a reflection. And then you do your rosary in preparation for us it in And he answers returning. so
1: many questions. It really
2: does. And I know for a lot of people, it's one, when they do go through it, they want to hear it again.
1: And we leave it.
2: We
0: leave it. Yep. I remember when I first started, you know, some of the families. And, you know, if this applies to you, please listen. I mean, if you have little ones, um, that's no reason to wait. No. You know, I remember one of the first experiments oh, I did. Yes. We were kneeling praying the rosary and I was like assaulted by a flying Tonka truck, you know. <laughs> just like and of course the parents were like, oh, this hit in was just hitting the head." I was like, "We have to go on. We have to go on," you know. I was like we I had this a Tonka. Girl doing you
1: know. gymnastic flips. Yeah, we, we, we had someone it's on like, the, you know, on
2: what? the couch doing uh, gymnastic
1: flips. The spirit prompts them so we just go with it, you it's know. Beautiful. It's like,
0: never mind the yeah. Tonka trucks being thrown at your exactly. head. Just keep on going like, claw forward.
2: We always <laughs> say family life is messy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know for us, you know, for those that have been married many years, doesn't mean that you know you just have a little trouble in the beginning. It can right. be happening later in life, where you just start to go as singles. You're not communicating as exactly. as yep. as well as you should. You're not honoring your spouse as well as you should. And I know when we enthroned our home, it must have been with Father Joe Losh no. back in the 90s. That was peace, another yeah. game changer for us.
1: It was and, more than we even knew. Right.
2: And then we did the renewal. Yeah.
1: And we're but, still trying to change that game.
2: Yeah. And and <laughs> but but it's a but we need the graces to Absolutely. change the game. We, do, yeah. we, we do. need we do. the graces.
3: And to you change know to my brother game.
0: priest as well, um it's the same. I mean, it, in throwing the Lord's Sacred mm. Heart in your rectories because a lot of times you see I mean, I see my brother priests, they start drifting away from one another, getting overwhelmed by the demands of the apostolate. Yep. And it's like, you know, even the priests of our Lord Jesus Christ mm-hmm. are in need of that human uh, relationship with their brother priests and their bishop. and Maybe it's like,
1: especially.
0: And the Lord needs to be at the center of the rectories, of the parishes, of the homes, of Don't the businesses, the, bu- the schools, Yeah, the businesses
2: you know? and schools. Um, you know, I, I just think today that word availability is we have to be Available to open up our hearts to the Lord, to our family members. And we're so preoccupied by everything else in this world yeah. that it's almost difficult. And that's the challenge I want to just put out there to all of you. Don't wait to have your homes enthroned. This is something that it's going to take, what, an hour and then maybe 20 minutes a night for seven days and then another hour. But this is putting the Lord, and he's going to bring his graces.
1: No one oh, has ever said, gee, I wish I hadn't done that. No,
2: I know. <laughs> so that's yeah. why we want you to call in 614-459-4820. Oh, that's and Scott, uh,
1: Say hi to Scott. He's yeah.
2: And Scott is— Love to hear from and, you. And he can take your name, make sure someone gets back to you or answer your questions. But this is something during the summer— you're going to find you're going to have a better summer if you have the enthronement father.
0: Yeah, and I think if if you find yourself hesitating because of how a loved one may respond to this proposal, uh, that hesitation itself is an indication you need to do it.
1: Good point.
0: Because that means there is that lack of openness, there's a lack of communication, there's a lack of freedom there, and you need the Lord to be at the center of that. As we bring to a close this first segment of the Sacred Heart Hour on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio on this first Friday of the month of July a month where we celebrate as Americans our liberty, our freedom, and our independence. We also have the privilege and uh, special honor of drawing our attention to the most precious blood of our Lord Jesus Christ in this month. Giving Mm. thanks and praise for the gift of our Lord Jesus Christ, let us bring to a close this first segment in prayer as we entrust ourselves to the Lord. Dear Sacred Heart of Jesus, we renew our pledge of love and loyalty to you. Keep us always close to your loving heart and to the most immaculate heart of your Mother. May we love one another more each day, forgiving each other's faults as you forgive us our sins. Teach us to see you and the members of our family and those we meet outside the home, loving them as you love them, especially the poor and oppressed, that we may be instrumental in bringing about justice and peace.
3: Amen. Amen. The U.S. Catholic bishops invite the faithful to pray and fast for the renewal of a culture of life and marriage and for the protection of religious liberty.
1: May we recover and deepen our enthusiasm for the joy of evangelization.
3: To subscribe to weekly prayer updates, please visit the Call to Prayer page at usccb.org or text the word FAST to 5500. Message and data rates may apply.
1: The Christ Child Society of Columbus. Faith filled women volunteering for our children. Christchildsociety.org.
3: Protestants believe the Bible is the only source for determining Christian truth, a doctrine called sola scriptura, which is Latin for scripture alone. Is this true? The answer's no, and here's the reason. It's self-refuting. Since knowledge of which books constitute Scripture is a Christian truth, Sola Scriptura demands that the Bible tell us what Scripture is. But guess what? It doesn't. The Bible never tells us which books God has inspired. So if Sola Scriptura were true, well, then we'd have to deny our knowledge of what Scripture is. But that's self-refuting, my friends. The only way to have such knowledge is if Christ established an infallible church to tell us so. But Protestants reject this idea, leaving us with an infallible effect, knowledge of what Scripture is, produced by a fallible cause, the Church, which is absurd. Sola Scriptura is definitely not a doctrine that's compatible with reason. I'm Carlo Broussard with the Ready Reason for Catholic Answers, Catholic.com. The Catholic Foundation. Building
1: sustainability for our diocesan community. Catholic-foundation.org.
0: And once again, good morning to all of you from St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. This is Father Stosh Daily, joined in the studios here by Chuck and Joanne Wilson. As we enter into this Sacred Heart hour on this first Friday of the month of July a month dedicated to the most precious blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, but also as we celebrate as Americans um, our life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, we have this privilege of entering into this opportunity to draw close to our Lord's sacred heart. Let's begin this segment of our hour by entering into the Gospel for today, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. As Jesus passed by, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the customs post. He said to him, follow me and he got up and followed him while he was at table in his house many tax collectors and sinners came and sat with jesus and his disciples the pharisees saw this and said to his disciples why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners he heard this and said those who are well do not need a physician but the sick do Go and learn the meaning of the words, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. My dear brothers and sisters in the Lord Jesus Christ, that's the gospel passage for today. Mm. Gospel taken from uh, Matthew's account of the life of our Lord Jesus. And whenever I hear those words, mm. I always think of the Caravaggio painting, The Call of Matthew. Yeah. Just. The incredible talent expressed in that depiction of the painting, which is found in the church of St. Louis the King in Rome, and the play on light and darkness, and Matthew's busy counting I, the I money. I see hope. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, it's true, because you see that the light yeah. in the midst of darkness. And the call of Matthew is something that each one yeah. of us can identify with. We find ourselves mm-hmm. in the midst of life, the chaos, the stress of work, trying to balance everything, and there the Lord is calling us, saying, follow me. Don't follow the voice of the world. Don't follow the darkness. Follow me. Follow the light. Follow the peace. And here in this hour, we're advocating the voice of our Lord Jesus Christ, um, highlighting that for each one of you listening, uh, whether in your car, at Mm -hmm. home, at work, stuck in the grocery store, trying to check out, Mm -hmm. wherever you may be, the Lord is saying to you, just as he said to Matthew, follow me.
1: And you know, Matthew was a sinner and a tax collector when he stood up. Right, and so he came as he was. Right, but there's an action. Yeah, to standing up and following. There is a you know movement of the body. Exactly. <laughs> so just open that door. And there's also the a desire on
0: his part. Yeah, you know, he heard yep. in those words an invitation, and he pursued it. And I want you know I think it's important for us to consider the fact that okay Matthew was known as a tax collector. Yeah. He stands up and follows the Lord. That doesn't mean people look at him and no longer see a tax collector. Mm -hmm. They see him for the rest of his life as someone that they did not like. But what mattered is he Mm -hmm. found the Lord. He responded to the Lord. And a lot of us are way too overwhelmed with what we think our public image is. Get Mm -hmm. over yourself. Follow Jesus. Okay? (laughs) When he says, follow me, get up and move. Go after him. And when he says, let me in, open the door. Let the Lord in. And this is for each one of us. Each one of us finds herself in a similar situation to, to Matthew. But we also hear those beautiful words of the Lord when he turns to the Pharisees and says, what? Yeah. I desire mercy.
1: Mercy.
0: I desire mercy. And it's so powerful.
2: And we have Scott Williamson on the phones this morning and um, during the Sacred Heart Hour. And call in at 614-459-4820. We're talking about the Sacred Heart. We're talking about enthroning homes to the Sacred Heart. And Fathers really picked this Gospel of Matthew because we all need to follow our Lord. And one of the things the Lord said to St. Margaret Mary was, My heart is on flame with love. Right. And I want to love and pour it out to others so they can return that love to us. One way to follow the Lord is to just love the Lord mm-hmm. and start yeah. to surrender all that worldly stuff to say, I want to be more Christ-like than more world-like.
0: Yeah. And to hear the Lord say, in the midst of your life, um, in the midst of work, in the midst of family chaos, and of course, summer struggles and summer schedules, Sometimes the Lord will say, follow me by taking a little trip away mm. from the home. Yeah. You know, pack up for Saturday afternoon. Forget about the soccer tournaments. Yeah. You know, guess what? We'll all survive. You know, forget about this. Forget about that. Take a little trip. Uh, go to the shrine in Kerry. It's a
1: beautiful place You know, place Our Lady Constellation.
0: Take a, take a very brief road trip. Go to Steubenville. Visit Franciscan University or Catholic Family Land or one of the different convents there. Or you know, the shrines in Pittsburgh. They have the St. Anthony Chapel of Relics. You can go to Cincinnati and visit any one of the many beautiful churches down there. Um, Sometimes we just can't take a vacation, but the Lord nevertheless says it's time to take a break from the normal routine, hit the road. And for Mm -hmm. those of you, you know, we get stuck in our routine and maybe you're living in the metro area of Columbus. I know we've got people all over Ohio who can hear us and you, even if you're in central Ohio, make a little pilgrimage to the shrine of Blessed Margaret of Costello at St. Patrick's. Follow that voice of the Lord when he says, follow me. When he says, follow me, and you don't know where to go, make your way to an adoration chapel. Listen to the Lord in the beauty of his language that is silence and, you know, respond like Matthew did. Don't just let the Lord talk and talk and talk. You know, mm-hmm. Get up and move. Follow the voice. Pursue him.
1: Oh, Father, you know, we have so much in common with uh, our humanity that I, I just know from my friends, my bible study, my neighbors that we we have similar struggles. And for those who have encountered some refreshment, some hope, some renewal, some healing, you know, it it's like really that can happen to me? Yes, it can happen to you.
3: Right, yeah.
1: And we we're, we're all in this together. And so what but as you say, Father, like Matthew Get up, you know, put and I got there.
2: And I think Matthew was a man's man. I mean, he was strong. Yes, he was strong in his occupation. Yeah, no mercy was given.
0: <laughs> right, and <Yeah>. I <laughs> mean, it was
2: like either you pay your taxes or you take the consequences. Exactly. Yep. And you know, but he found something that yep. changed his whole life and his heart. And I think for men he out found there, someone. He found someone. He found Jesus Christ. So,
0: if you work for the IRS, today is your day for conversion. You know, follow Jesus. You know, he's your patron saint. You know?
2: so, that's
1: true. So, it's an opportunity
2: for men today to be listening to this radio program this morning. Is for you to say, what are those past habits I need to remove? And how do I start to become the light of my family, the spiritual father of my family, and start to take on your responsibility? But you don't have to do it alone. That's why I love the enthronement. Yeah. Once yeah. it's enthroned, I'm not king of our house anymore. Exactly. Yeah. You know, That's so true. Yeah. And, and I joined. Yeah. Yeah, really? Well. <laughs> Whats in a That's while. to come
3: back to haunt.
2: No, <laughs> actually, I, I've been dethroned. <laughs> I'm happy to give it to Jesus. I can no longer handle it anymore.
0: Well, and sometimes it is good to basically when people come to us with those questions that we can't answer, it's like, point out the Lord. Yeah, yeah. You have to take it to him. Well, he's not going to answer it. Actually, he will. Mm. It might not be the answer you want, and it's going to be the answer that you need way. to hear. Absolutely.
2: Well, I just think today, if you're listening and you decide that, wait a minute, this is my day that we need to enthrone our home, or we have to do our renewal. But if you have a question, call in Scott Williamson, 614-459-4820. 614-459-4820. We're coming to you live on St. Gabriel Radio, AM 820. And Father, maybe just talk a little bit about You're talking about people following. We've talked about some places to follow, but we can always do it right in the home. Absolutely.
0: And, you know, I remember, um, we began this hour by highlighting our Holy Father's intention to pray for lapsed Christians. And, uh, you know, if you find yourself in that position where you have someone you love who's fallen away or drifted away or lapsed. I think
1: almost everyone does, In this day and
0: age, absolutely. Um, This is the perfect time. You hear these words from the Gospel of Matthew, follow me. Mm. And that stirs within us an even greater passion to have our loved ones come back to the Lord. And, uh, you know, if, if they at one time lived with us, lived in your home and thrown your home to the sacred heart Mm. so that when they come back, they're not just visiting you. They're not just visiting their home. They're visiting Bethany. They're visiting the Lord. Sometimes without even knowing they're visiting the Lord in your home and, uh, allow the Lord to embrace them there in your home And, uh, you know, don't be afraid of the possibility of them saying, well, why is that picture here? Why, you know, why do you have to have that sacred heart hanging here? And you get to respond, this is his home now. You know, we're living on his turf rather than him visiting ours.
1: And I know of a person whose uh, son wanted to bring the girlfriend back to stay. And she said, no, I'm sorry. This home is now enthroned to the sacred heart. heart, And so that is not possible here. And you know he accepted it.
0: Sure. So there yeah, was
1: absolutely. maybe a beginning of a seed planted, and I think that um, when you do give it over to the Lord, and the hope is to make it another Bethany, there is a freedom in that. There is a uh, refreshment in that, and it's like, "Whew, I don't exactly. have to do."
0: <laughs> well, and like Chuck said, you know, when we allow the Lord to mm. enter into our homes and enter into our hearts. That's you start to live the adventure. Yeah. You don't even have to leave your home for the yeah. adventure of faith. He starts to open your eyes, the eyes of your soul, to the needs of the world. And it doesn't, he doesn't do so to overwhelm us. He does so that we can participate in his divine plan of love and intercessory prayer, and to pray for those who are closest to us who have fallen away from the holy faith, to pray for those who do not know him, who have never known him, to intercede on their behalf, to really unite our living room, our home, our bedroom, our kitchen, our dining room—to unite that space to the heavenly realm by making sure that the Lord is King there, just mm-hmm. as He is in heaven—and to open ourselves up to the adventure of the knowledge that He will share, the love that He will offer, and the service that He invites us to do on His behalf. And, you know, uh, Father,
1: I think people struggle with—do I, especially with children who have left the church. Do I speak about it very much to them? Will that turn them away? Or is it my example yeah. that will make the difference? Uh, you know, granted that they're already praying. Mm-hmm. So what more do I do? Do you, can you think of anything that is? Oh, or that is question
0: comes up all the time. All the time. Yeah. And you know, I always encourage people. I said, first of all, live out your holy faith. Mm-hmm. Live out your holy faith. Give witness and do not be ashamed of your faith in Jesus Christ. Second, pray 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 to the holy spirit mm-hmm. to guide your words but also to guide your attention so that in conversation mm-hmm. you know when the heart is ready to hear what has to be said allow the holy spirit to speak through you third Pray that their guardian angel will bother the heck out of them. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm not against spiritual warfare. You know, we, yeah. I mean, it's used against me, so I'm going to use it against <laughs> yeah. others. So, I mean, we have to be those who pray. And Saint Teresa Benedicta said so beautifully when someone said, "Well, what does it mean to be a Carmelite?" Well, I'm going to stand before the throne of God on behalf of those who can't. Ooh. But in a very real way, every Christian is called to pray for those who are not there. Tell for me whatever more reason. about
1: this guardian angel. I, I, you well, know, we
0: each have one.
1: I know. <laughs> I know. But that,
0: you know, that's from the kind moment of our a conception. New Yeah.
1: awareness, or deeper awareness. Of- well,
0: we mourn over someone's loss of or distance from the holy faith. Right. But we mourn over that. But how much more does that angel carry the burden? That angel right. was entrusted by our Heavenly Father to guard, cherish, protect, and defend that soul. So that angel in a very real way, is much more invested in the salvation Hmm. of that soul than we are, and we might have even participated in the sharing of life with that person. So we we really intercede on behalf of that soul by asking the angel, poke and prod, poke and prod. How can the angel poke and prod, Father? Oh, you know, little kicks here and there, and reminders uh, directing their attention. You know, we ask our guardian angels to preserve us from harm, Mm -hmm. to keep us out of danger's way. But that angel can also make sure that, uh, you know, the environment around us is conducive to always seeing reminders of the holy faith, you know.
1: And that's something guardian angels can do.
0: Fluttering their wings and make sure a holy card shows up in the middle of the living room floor uh-huh. when there's not even one in the house. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, this is how God's providence works to make sure that we can find um, constant reminders of his divine love.
1: That's beautiful. I'm not sure we're tapping into that.
0: The, you, uh,
2: know, you know, one thing before we close the session as I was thinking... We started off, follow me. And I think for all of us, we have to continue to invite others Mm -hmm. to follow Jesus. Mm -hmm. And that personal invitation, I'll meet you at mass. Can -hmm. you join this Bible study? Keep inviting. Go to the conferences. And we have a Congress coming up October 14th, Mm -hmm. 2017. Invite people to the Congress. And next session, we'll tell you a little bit more about it.
0: Yeah, and uh, following the example of Matthew, we're always looking for those who give us uh, examples of how to be holy. We're going to ask in prayer for the intercession of uh, Julia Greeley, a beautiful soul who converted to the holy faith and basically lived the rest of her Christian life completely devoted to the Sacred Heart. So we ask, Heavenly Father, your servant, Julia Greeley, dedicated her life to honoring the Sacred Heart of your Son and to the humble service of your children, especially the poor. If it be in accord with your holy will, please grant the favors we now ask through her intercession. We ask also in the name of Jesus, whose sacred heart filled Julia's heart with love for all she met, that we may follow her example of humility and simplicity in loving you and our neighbor. Amen.
2: Amen. Amen. Listen to Bishop Frederick F. Campbell's Reflection today on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio at Noon. In this series, Bishop Campbell covers life in the Church, spiritual growth, our responsibility as Christians, our individual vocation to holiness. The audio files for Bishop Campbell's Reflections are also available online at stgabrielradio.com. Michelle Cleary, Real Estate Professional, H.E.R. Realtors,
1: Believing that every life is precious and should be honored, Back in His Arms Again is an organization that helps families of miscarriage and infant loss provide a proper and dignified burial. If you have suffered through a loss of a baby or know someone who has, please visit backinhisarmsagain.com. For more information, again, that is BackInHisArmsAgain.com. Help us drive home the Word of God to our St. Gabriel Catholic Radio family of listeners. Did you know that you can donate your car, truck, or van to AM820? And your donation may qualify you for a tax deduction. It's easy and a great way to share the Word of God with listeners all over Ohio call 614-459-4820 or visit us online for details at stgabrielradio.com
2: Global Financial Partners in Westerville, proud supporter of St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. That's Global Financial Partners. <laughs>
0: And once again, good morning to all of you. Coming from St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, live here in the studios, this is Father Stosh Daly, joined by Chuck and Joanne Wilson. As we enter into this third segment for our Sacred Heart Hour on this first Friday of the month of July, I invite you to please join us in prayer as we commend ourselves and our intentions and all of our loved ones, and especially our nation, and following the advice of our Holy Father and His invitation to prayer, those who have uh, lapsed in the Holy Faith. O most holy heart of Jesus, Jesus, fountain of every blessing, I adore you, I love you, and with a lively sorrow for my sins, I offer you this poor heart of mine. Make me humble, patient, pure, and wholly obedient to your will. Grant, good Jesus, that I may live in you and for you. Protect me in the midst of danger. Comfort me in my afflictions. Give me health of body, assistance in my temporal needs, your blessings on all that I do, and the grace of a holy death. Amen. Amen. Amen.
2: And I know, Father, this is a segment we want to talk a little bit about, your understanding of a plan versus a proposal.
0: I'm a huge punch list person. (laughs) I need my list, and I have lists of lists, you know? It was a couple of years ago, I I had my plan of action for the day, my plan of action Uh for the week, plan of action for the month. And, uh, Well, and then the Lord just like shredded all of them. (laughs) It came so clear in prayer one day. It's like, you keep submitting plans that are not mine. Hmm. They're yours. So I'm going to ask you to go back to your desk and start submitting proposals. And it's like, what? Mm. I mean, I know I'm in sales and you're management. Come on here. (laughs) I have goals I have to meet. And uh, the Lord was very clear. And I think it's something that so many of us who are limited to punch list or list at all, Uh, we get into the idea of this is my plan. This is my plan for the day, for the week, for the month. This is my plan. You know, we all have our, well, now they're calling it bucket list, you know. Well, we take these to the Lord and say, this is what I'm going to do for you. Mm. Uh, And it's like, and then we don't give him time to respond. Uh, And as the thing is, if you want to hear the Lord laugh, just tell him what you know he needs to do, what you need to do, and what the plan is of action. But really, we can't be submitting plans. We have to be submitting proposals. Lord, this is what has come to me. But I also have to have the flexibility that comes with being dependent upon your providence. You know? And we have to present ourselves before the Lord saying, this is what comes to my attention, this is what I desire to do. Uh, but at the same time, Lord, I'm completely disposed to your divine will. You
1: know, I really noticed, I, I didn't think about it quite in that way, but when I started going to morning Mass, I would Absolutely. go in there with my agenda, my <laughs> whatever you call it, <laughs> yeah. and I would come out and it would change. And like, well, that's not really important. And it, you know, and I didn't really connect for a very long time that that was the Lord. Right. And but now I know that that was the Lord. And one of the really gifts of going to mass on, you know, on a more regular basis during the week rather than just on Sunday. It really does change your day.
0: And I'm sure I have you noticed, you know, sometimes we have that very, very full docket for the day. Yeah. It's like, oh, Holy Mass takes like half an hour. I got to spend 10 minutes to get there, 10 minutes to get back, that's 50 minutes. Whereas if I just start tackling these errands for the kids, for my husband, for the family, for my wife, I'll get it done. (laughs) And then we never get everything done. Not only did we not go to Holy Mass, we don't get everything done. But then when we have another day that's just as full, it's like, no, I've got to go to Holy Mass. Not only do we go to Holy Mass, not only do we get everything done, we also end up with more time. You know, the Lord is the giver of all. And if we actually, you know, participate in his plan, rather than making him fit into ours you know we go to him with a proposal but we mold ourselves around his plan it always works out and we find ourselves basically alleviated of the burden of stress
1: that is so you, true you know God. my
2: my career was in a construction field and um we would always have to submit a proposal and then someone would have to agree to the proposal or alter the proposal and i was thinking of your illustration hmm. with the lord I mean, a lot of us have. We do proposals every day, right? But we, but then we don't think about our plan being a proposal. That's our yeah. plan. I think one of the things we um, are challenged with every day is control.
0: Oh my
3: goodness! Oh, yeah. The C The C <laughs> Are you kidding me? We're all slaves <laughs> to control.
0: It's like I want to do whatever you want, as long as what you want to do is what I want to do. Exactly. You know. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so that's like, we're all crazy oh. here. You know? <laughs> I know one thing. I do not
2: care about control. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> once You're in a You're going to get your children calling it what's it all say, red well, this
3: table 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 radio.
2: <laughs> no, but I do think who is really in control? It's the Lord.
0: He's supposed to be, yep. You and, that's be. and that's why
2: the control. And that's relief. That's why the enthronement of the Sacred Heart <laughs> yep, is now saying, yeah. the Lord is in control of That's our right. household. Yeah. And I can no longer be able to manage the things I need to manage, mm-hmm. say the things I need to say. I need all His graces.
0: No, That's very true. And it comes. it's so easy mm-hmm. to say that, uh, and it's so easy to hear it quite another issue to actually live it you know yeah. and of course as you all know i just got back from pilgrimage and oh um, yeah it was more <laughs> pilgrimage than trip it was the pilgrimage that went everywhere and ended up nowhere you know um we were at like 10 different airports within a week and i tell you what it was i'm standing at the counter and i've got all these pilgrims looking at me and i could tell i was like i have to be very careful how i respond <laughs> very careful. (laughs) But it was definitely the Lord stripping us of control. (sighs) And, you know, you find yourself in the airport and the airline is like delayed, delayed. Oh, guess what? We're just going to cancel it. There is no more profound moment where you realize I have absolutely no control in this situation. (sighs) And what am I going to do? I've got a couple of options. I can blow up, give scandal. I can approach and realize the person across the desk has just as little control over this as I do. But hopefully if I can speak in charity and peace, we can arrive at some kind of conclusion. Um, or I can just also kind of just resign myself and just say, okay, Lord, you need to take charge here um, and inspire my words, give witness to my family with whom I'm traveling or my business colleagues or pilgr- pilgrims, and to just allow the Lord to be in control and to not have that uh, weakness to pride where it's like it's all on me. Because it's not. It's not on us. You know, it's on even the Lord. when it
1: comes to our loved ones who are no longer practicing, we are not in control. No. And, you know, we have to let go and yeah. allow the Lord to work in all ways. But enthroning our home to the Sacred Heart is a beautiful step yep. in that direction because you're. You're handing over something you didn't have in the beginning (laughs) to hand over, but you think you are control.
0: Yeah. And And I think a lot of times when those people who suffer and they they fall away from the faith, or they're the last Christians, and they see those of us who still believe and we want to believe and are passionate, you know, we have to make sure that when they see us in our holy faith, they don't see control freaks. Yeah. They see individuals who are actually liberated by Christ and we're at peace living in his providence. And there's no such thing as a coincidence. It is
2: huge. It just takes so much weight off of your shoulders Mm -hmm. when you realize you're not in control and you are willing to give it up. Yeah. And by giving it up, you become more humble. Right. You become a better listener. You become more available to your family. And what really, you know, my generation uh, did not have the situation. But that situation today when Joanne and I will go to a restaurant. And I will see a family next to us. Everybody is on their phones. Mm-hmm. No conversation. And I'm thinking the hearts are restless, but they, they feel like they need to find it in their phone. Mm-hmm. And I think, point, I think we need to just get unplugged and the sacred heart, the enthronement of the sacred heart is going to help you to really be able to receive the graces. So again, personal invite for those out there. Month of July and August is a great time to enthrone your homes. It's during the summer. The children are available. And uh, again, you know, we have a website, sacredheartcolumbus.org. Or you can certainly um, call in today. And Scott is still on the phones at 614-459-4820. And Father, just thank you for being the spiritual director of this apostolate and helping so many of us, like Joanne and I, to continue to benefit from the enthronement of the Sacred Heart.
1: Absolutely. You know, a spiritual director is so important because it keeps us grounded in the truth. And one of my very favorite scriptures is when you know the truth, the truth will set you free but you do have to stay in the truth.
0: That's true. And yeah,
1: the, that's you know basic, and correct. that's what yeah. our holy priests do and we thank father and we thank all of you out there fathers and bishop for for that. But um you know another scripture I love is all things work to the good for those who love God. And so when you, if you have you're hurting in any way, you have family members You know, your job is to love God Mm, and trust that He loves them even more.
0: As we uh, bring to a close our hour dedicated to the Sacred Heart of the Lord Jesus Christ in this month of July, let us call to mind all of those couples who are preparing for holy matrimony, all of our families who are striving to maintain peace in the home, and for all of those who are eager to welcome the Lord Jesus Christ into their hearts. Together, let us commend ourselves to the mercy of God by entrusting ourselves to the Lord. Most kind Jesus, we humbly kneel at thy feet. We renew the consecration of our family and of our own individual selves to thy divine heart. Be thou our king forever, O Lord. In you we have full and entire confidence. May your Holy Spirit penetrate our thoughts, our desires, our words, and our deeds. Bless our undertakings, share in our joys and in our trials and in our labors. Grant us to know you better, to love you more, and to serve you without faltering. And bless all of those who have participated in this hour, here in the studio, in their cars, and in their homes, and in their places of work. And may Almighty God bless you, protect you, and guide you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Amen.